Welcome to The Untrue Show, episode 19. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I am a couple days late, but I'm here. I'm still hanging in there. (laughs) How are you guys doing today? Uh, I'd love to hear from you. But in the meantime, I have a topic that I have been thinking on listening on for the last couple days that I'm going to cover in a couple minutes but first I'm going to kind of start off with some news current events all that jazz did you guys see SNL with Tiffany Haddish and Taylor Swift I loved it my very favorite skit was the one with Tiffany and Kate McKinnon and the cats because the only thing going through my head was Tiffany is a real one for touching those cats I am not a cat lady so when it comes to handling petting being near a cat no ma'am like not for me (laughs) so I was like she's a real one for touching those cats I love the opening monologue I thought she was very funny I like how she just kept it real she was like I paid four thousand dollars for this dress I'm gonna wear it multiple times because it costs more than my mortgage and I I felt like I just liked her even more after hearing everything she said. Like she talked about Donald Trump, but she didn't talk about politics with him. She just talked about his hair, which I I appreciate it because we're so inundated with opinions about Donald Trump. It's like, I don't want to talk about Donald Trump that way anymore. I just want to talk about something funny. And that's exactly what she did. She even talked about all the sexual, um, sexual harassment, sexual what is it? Assault allegations that are going on now. And she did it in a humorous way, but she still kept it real. Like this is what sexual assault is. And this is how you get out of not being a person who commits sexual assault against a woman. So I'm a fan. I enjoyed it. I love the performance of ready for it. Uh, I'm not as big of a fan as call it what you want, but I thought the performance was good too. What else is going on in the world today? Uh, let's see. I, um, I'm really looking forward to seeing Justice Justice League over the Thanksgiving holiday. So that's what I'll be doing the weekend coming up is seeing Justice League at a matinee. So I love going to the movies and I found a theater near me that lets me see all the movies I want for like four bucks. So I'll be going to that one and my detox is over. So I will be able to get myself a small popcorn on this 21 day detox I've, detox I've been on. We were not allowed to have corn. So no popcorn. Pretty much all this, a lot of things that I like, like honey, we're not allowed to have honey. We're not allowed to have eggs. So this weekend, I'm going to try to um, have a, a little bit of those things that I wasn't quite allowed to have on the detox, and we're going to roll with that. And I'm, I'm really excited to have a little bit of popcorn with some butter on it for my movie. So, oh, and maybe some Raisinets too. I love Raisinets. Always been a fan. Raisins and chocolate can't go wrong with that <laughs> so did you guys see the Falcons won against the Cowboys this weekend I was actually at that game it was my first time at the Mercedes-Benz Dome and it was really fun the dome is so nice what I didn't like was that the bathrooms were not they didn't look appear new as new as the stadium did which I thought sucked and there was only like three mirrors in there and then the Cowboys fans were off the chain I got there at the second quarter and I think they'd already had a lot to drink. So they were lit. Like the ones next to me were just lit. And then the more they started to lose, the more lit in a negative way they got because they were getting angry 
and they were drunk. So that's a bad combination, being drunk and having a lot of beers and then also being upset. So some of them were up in loud Falcons fans' faces, and that was interesting. It was like I was at the game, but I was also watching like a sideline show with how they were acting and entertaining me as well. So I can't wait for the next game. We, um, I actually have like a five-game pack, so I'll be seeing them play the Saints and the Buccaneers, and I'm just excited to go to more games. I, over the last year or so, I've been going to a lot more Falcons games, and not Falcons games, just Atlanta sports teams games, like the Braves. I went to two of those games, which were really, really fun at SunTrust Park, OTP which means I couldn't get there through our, our Metro Transit, so you had to pay all this money to park, but it was worth it because the new stadium is great and it's beautiful and it's very fun. I took my dad and my brother for Father's Day um, for their birthday, well, my brother's birthday and my dad for Father's Day. So we loved it as a family. Next time we go, we need to eat before we go, though. The food is very expensive, but overall, it was a really fun time. So can't wait to go more to more of those. And I have season's Hawks tickets. So I'll be going to way more Hawks games. They play the Cavs at the end of the month, and I'm really, really excited. I think that they've beat the Cavs already this season. The Cavs have been on a little bit of a losing streak. So I can't wait to, to be in the house for the next game where they play the Cavs and see how, they, how things go then. Because the Cavs, not the Cavs, the Hawks have also not been on a, the best streak over the past couple games, so I'm excited to see what they do over the next couple weeks. Ah, oh, man, I feel like I covered a lot so far. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys saw that Cardi B was on the cover of Rolling Stone, but now she's on the cover of NY Mag. I haven't read that article yet, but I did read the Rolling Stone article, and it was by an African-American journalist, which I really appreciate that they let someone write about Cardi B who's like a fan, like a fan of a fan. She's a Cardi B fan, and it was kind of like a bittersweet article because Cardi B is really popular right now, but she also talked a little bit about the cons of fame because once you get to a certain level of popularity, you lose a little bit of your anonymity. You lose a bit of your um, control of your brand. You lose a bit of your voice because the dynamic has changed. Like she can't be Cardi B that I found out about on Vine saying the stuff that she said on there because now her platform and her stage are so much bigger. So she talked a little bit about that and then she was really unfiltered, but she said that before in previous interviews, she's just unfiltered and that's just part of who she is. And I think that's part of, part of why her brand is so likable by so many people because it is unfiltered. It is, it is just open. It is kind of, say whatever's on your mind and for some people that works really really well and for her it's working great right now so I'm gonna read the NY mag and then I'll let you know what I thought of it but I really I really love reading like long articles not every day but sometimes long articles are really really good like I read the Andre 3000 one I think it was for for GQ and he just talked about how you know he doesn't put his music out there anymore how he left Atlanta and now lives in New York and I, I thought it was great and it helped me learn a little bit more about him and his, you know, what he's trying to do now. And I think it, it would be interesting to get to that level of popularity where everyone's watching what you're doing to the point where you're afraid to put something out because you're scared of what they would think of it. Um, that's got to be a hard place to be. And I know a lot of artists get to that point where they're like, gosh, I want to put this out there, but I just don't know how people are going to respond to it or I just don't know 
what's going to happen and they've liked everything I've done before, but I don't know if they're going to like everything I've done in the future. It kind of makes me think about when you come out with, uh, you know, like a lot of artists will have their best selling album of all time and it's like their second or first album. So how do you top that? Like Lauryn Hill and the miseducation of Lauryn Hill, that's been her only album. So it's like, how do you top that? Like maybe she just never tried to top that. Uh, I guess they call it like your magnum opus. Like for me, I'd see Thriller or even Off the Wall being considered Michael Jackson's magnum opus. And it's like, they did so phenomenally well. How do you top that success? And then when it happened, he's like 20, 21, and you have a long life to live after that. So I think... I'd wonder if you spend the rest of your life chasing after that success you got when you're 21, if you peak too early or if you peak at the right time, how, like, how do you move forward with, with having that greatness loom over your head and then trying to continue to create as you love to do for the rest of your life. So I, I could see how someone like Cardi B could, could have a changed perspective of, wow, I'm got the number one single and I'm the, she's the first solo rap artist since Lauryn Hill to have the number one single. And it's like her first mainstream song. So how do you top that with an album? And how do you top that with everything you do after? It's, it's, it's daunting to think about. So I appreciate reading the perspectives of people who are, are living through things like that. So now we are going to talk about what I came here for, and that is reputation. The new Taylor Swift album, um, I actually purchased two copies, and there's a reason for that. I purchased two copies of it, one physical CD that I pre-ordered from Target, so it arrived on Friday when this album came out, which is a Friday the 10th. So I got it. It was Friday the... Yeah, it was Friday the 10th. Got it right. So I pre-ordered it and received it Friday the 10th on my doorstep. And I also downloaded it Friday morning when I woke up from iTunes. And I had a long drive Friday, so I was able to listen to the CD in its entirety. And I've been playing it, um, especially my favorite songs from it, over the last couple days a lot. But I'm not just going to talk about the music. I'm going to talk about the brand and the the rollout of it. Because the way that I, I like marketing is I like to be wooed. And... And what I mean is that I like the the anticipation. I like the hint dropping. I like the teasers. And to me, that's what makes a great marketing campaign. So the rollout of reputation is what made me buy two copies. Because normally I don't buy two copies of the album. Of course, they're both not for me. But I usually just don't buy two copies of an album. Uh, that's just not the way I go about things. But this is the first time I was like, you know, this was done so well. And I'm down for a surprise Beyonce in the middle of the night. I'm dropping the album at midnight. I, I like that approach too. But I liked how I felt wooed through this process of the release of Reputation. Um, and for those that don't know, a couple months back, Taylor Swift deleted all her Instagram posts and like put up all these um teaser pictures of a snake and announced that she was going to release reputation this month, which is November. So this was a couple, like I said, a couple months back and it kind of just got the buzz going. And if you notice, Taylor Swift has done no interviews up until this point of the recording of this podcast. She has done no interviews where she's talking about 
the album being released. No, no shows where she's sitting down talking to hosts. No Good Morning America. None of that. She performed on SNL, but the the what she's done is very similar to what Beyonce has done. She told everyone what she well no Beyonce doesn't tell us when she's going to release the album most times, or at least a lot not the last two times for Lemonade and for Beyonce. But Taylor told us it was coming out, and she let the media and the press and the bloggers and the think pieces work in her favor. Even the negative ones have worked in her favor because over the last couple of days, I'm recording this podcast on Tuesday, November 14th. Between Friday and today, she has sold over 900,000 albums. Just in those couple days, from pre-orders to, to everybody that's that's purchased the album, it's the number one album in the country for the week. She l- worked those things in her favor and has said less and has been protective of herself while still doing her job, which I really appreciate that. It's like, I don't have to hear you talk about how awesome you are, how great your album is all the time. She she made a good album. I've really enjoyed listening to it so far. I'll share my favorite songs in a couple minutes, but she created something good. And I think when you're good at your job, sometimes you don't have to brag about it as much. You can let the work speak for itself. So not only that, but in the position she's in, she let everyone else promote the album for her and let that buzz work in her favor. And here's the thing. When you're really talented and you're really popular, you're also going to have a lot of haters because I think Taylor Swift has like tons of haters. Um, And the haters wrote think pieces and the haters talked about her and the haters also gave her press and promotion because sometimes they say, you know, um, no press is bad press. And to an extent that is true. No press is bad press because the more people are saying her name, the more people are talking about her, even the things that they don't like that she's doing, the more they're giving her press to push the album forward the more that they say I saw a couple days in after she released the track list that people were upset that she collaborated with future but everyone that didn't like it kept talking about it so you keep talking about it and then you make me want to listen to that song so as soon as I got the album I started it from the beginning because ready for it is the first song and I love ready for it so started from the beginning and literally the second song is the one with Ed Sheeran and future And I love the song and I've been walking around singing big reputation since I heard it like big reputation because that's all she chants in it. And I, I like how she took some of the negative things people said about her and made it work for her. And another article that I read about her that I thought was just excellent kind of also applies to, to, to each of us individually and to other situations I've seen lately. So if you notice, Taylor Swift, like her last couple Instagram posts, she's taken off where you can comment on the post. And to me, I feel like that's a that's a protection measure. Like you're protecting yourself from the negative fans while still allowing the fans that care about you and that want to engage with you to like the post. Because all the bad stuff happens in the comments. All the evil stuff happens in the comments. The comments are a playground for negativity. They're a playground for evil. They're a playground for for bitter people to come and to write things that are so ugly. So I really like that she she's taken that measure to protect herself from the naysayers, protect herself from the haters. And ever since she wiped her account clean, 
months ago, which was August when she first told us about the album, she, I don't think any of her posts have allowed comments on them. And I think that's great. You want to protect yourself from the people that don't want to support you and give the people that do the space to still be able to do so. So in another way that she's kind of protected herself is that she has taken over the personal management of her Tumblr page. And I'm not sure if you guys still use Tumblr, but Tumblr is a, a microblogging site. And I call it like the the WordPress, the Twitter WordPress, because it's like Twitter and it's like WordPress because you can blog there and you can engage there. And um, there's a space for you to be there. But there's you can do more than you can on Twitter to an extent. So I like that. Um, that how, how it's set up and I she has gone there because she has a lot of fans who have created blogs in support of Taylor Swift so all they do is come there and they blog about how awesome Taylor Swift is how much they're fans how much they like the music you know conspiracy theories and she personally engages with this audience so she most celebrities, I know this because I work in social media, most celebrities have a team that manages their accounts and have a team that takes over their tweets and, you know, their engagement and their posts. But Taylor Swift takes 100% ownership of the Tumblr and is personally engaging with the audience that she has there. And I really like that. I like that she has found a safe space where her fans like engaging with her and they want to talk to her and they want to talk about her and they want to connect with other fans. And she has put herself in that space while still protecting herself from places where they're not so supportive and they don't want to, you know, talk, say good things about her. So I I really appreciate that. It kind of, it made me think about Raven Simone. So Raven Simone was on The View and when she was on The View she had a lot of haters like people didn't like what she was saying people didn't like what she was doing people didn't support her she always had negative comments there were so many think pieces about how who she was and what she did and you know she's very unique and she had a unique upbringing and she was a child star so she's gonna have different perspectives than most of us I mean we all have different perspectives but the difference was she has a platform and you know there's always gonna be someone trying to knock you off that platform so she was um given the platform and just just met with a lot of resistance from the audience like why do you think this way why do you say those things we don't like you left the view goes back to Disney Channel and she said one of the reasons why she went back is because they love her at the Disney Channel and they gave her the freedom and flexibility to create the show that she wanted to create and to also re-engage with the audience that loved that. So Raven with Raven's home, the new show that she does. So it reminded me that sometimes you have to focus on where people love you, where they cheer for you, where they support you instead of spaces and places where people are trying to tear you down. Like who wants to go to a crowd of people or uh, of fans, not even fans, but like, people who just don't like you and who are going to say mean things and who are going to throw tomatoes at you on stage. Like nobody wants to be around that. And it's not healthy for us to be around that. We should try to be in spaces and places where we are celebrated, where we are cheered for, where we are acknowledged for how awesome we are. And I give kudos to Raven Simone and to Taylor Swift for finding those places and spaces and existing in those instead of existing where the negative people are. 
got to do that for ourselves. It's, it's like a boundary. Protect yourself from and guard your heart from people who, who want to tear down your dreams. That's, that's the best way to say it. Guard your heart for people who don't want to tear down your dreams. <laughs> so I am um, excited to continue with the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have you guys listened to Reputation? Like I said, I've really enjoyed it. Some of my favorite songs are going to be um, ready for it. I love it. Gorgeous is is my jam. I don't know if you guys heard this, but the baby voice on Gorgeous is actually James Reynolds, who's Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds' daughter. I thought that was a really cute story, how she, um, Taylor was playing the song of the beach, and the the daughter heard it, and she took it, and um, she took the, I guess, a recording of her saying it and put it in the front of the song. So a cute little touch, and I love Endgame, the one with Ed Sheeran and Future. I think it's different from anything Taylor Swift has ever done, and it's also cool to see, um, especially Future, just kind of, to reach a different audience because I'm pretty sure him and Taylor Swift might have fan bases that cross over, but they're not the exact same fan base. So I like that one. You know, I'm really not a fan of look what you made me do. When I first saw it, I was like, uh, you know, that's a cute video, but I wasn't like enthusiastic fan of it. But I, I like delicate too. That's a good one. Um, King of my heart. And uh, New Year's Day is pretty good as well. So if you haven't listened to it, I recommend a listen. The The thing about her album is that she didn't release it for streaming. I think it's going to be two weeks until it's released for streaming. So if you um, aren't going to buy it, then you have to wait the two weeks. Uh, or maybe try to check out like the lyric videos on YouTube. I don't know if all the songs have lyric videos, but I'm sure some of them do. And then she's done a couple performances. I know she performed on SNL, Call It What You Want and ready for it so you can see here listen to those and I think she did um New Year's Day on another show uh another late night show this past Monday night so those are different songs that you can listen to now I am going to um I'm thinking about all my goals for 2018 and I'd love to put more energy and effort into my podcast so if you guys have any opinions about the show so far and shows you'd like to hear feel free to email me at the T-H-E great Dana J at gmail.com. And I would love to hear what you guys think so far and just share any opinions you'd like with me. Um, I really want to talk more about working in digital marketing and write a couple letters to my younger self because I know I needed them a little bit of advice and care back then and just hopefully help other young professionals and especially young women not make the same mistakes that I did and help them be successful uh, in whatever they want to do. So that's one of my goals. I'm going to start doing letters to my younger self and I'm going to work on that, that vision um, soon, you know, as the new year approaches, I always start working on my new year's goals and resolutions like October. I'm a little bit behind this year, but I'm getting there. <laughs> Last week was like a whirlwind of a week and I'll share more about that in future podcasts. But I I love looking back at what I did really well over 2017 and then trying to make a pivot before 2018 or as we enter into the new year. And my birthday's right the new year too. So it's like New Year's, birthday, Christmas, Thanksgiving, all at once. And um I say that and get kind of tired, but it's a good tired and it it's 
it's just a lot of running around and a lot less break time. And as you can hear, I'm getting a little bit of a scruffy throat, but I really appreciate you guys listening and I can't wait to, to explore and delve into to more of what I want this podcast to be. And I've had fun so far. I've getting, I'm getting a good number of listens and um, getting a good number of feedback, but I'd love to hear from you specifically uh, around what you think and um, what you'd like to hear more of because I'm making this for you guys and I just want to have fun while I'm doing it and I am having fun so now I want to make it into something that you'd love to to learn more about or love to hear so with that said thanks for tuning in and let me know what you guys thought of reputation I'm on Twitter as the great Dana J and Facebook as great Dana J so get to me there let's chat let's talk and I hope you guys enjoy reputation. Give it a chance. Like, don't be a Taylor hater. (laughs) I try to try to listen to most albums out that are in genres of music that I like. Some I can totally get with and some I'm like, no. (laughs) And this is one that I really like. But again, I'm a pop music enthusiast. So that's why I like it. If you don't like pop music, you're probably not gonna like this. (laughs) But if you do, you probably will like it like I have. And I mean, I hope you do like it. It's it's worth a listen. It's worth a chance. Don't Don't prematurely judge what you think it might be about. You might really like it. So anyway, thanks for tuning in and I will check in with you guys soon. Bye.